Picture me living. We here. What you drinking on? Uh, I, have, I made me a Hennessy margarita. Hennessy margarita? What's in that other than Hennessy? And margarita mix. Oh, so it ain't. You just mix a mix with some Hennessy, essentially. And it wasn't no thought into it. It don't need no thought into it. We're going to get to the same place regardless. All right. So you in the Navy. What's your rank? What you do? Talk to me. I was I was born a recruiter. Okay. I actually came out of the womb and tried to put my um put the daughter in the navy. Mm-hmm. I was born for this. Uh, but now I've been in twenty years. Uh, so you joined when I joined two thousand three. I joined two thousand two. Oh, okay. October twenty ninth, two thousand two. Um. Uh, like I say, uh, been recruiting for like ten years. Mm-hmm. Recruiting. Senate recruiting Atlanta, Las Vegas, Detroit, mm-hmm. and not San Antonio. Okay. And on what? Three ships, the Frank Cable, the Enterprise, this USS Seattle. Been deployed like four times. Yeah, I lived the life. Ain't nothing in this nation shit I don't know about. So it's a small world because we met through a mutual friend who said that you saw a picture of me and my son's father when before June was even born. June was probably being concepted at that moment. You saw a picture and you was like, you was like, you was like, I know him. I was, I'm on the enterprise with him. And y'all was both on the enterprise. We was on a Seattle together. He was never on the Seattle. I was on the... Uh, he was on the USS Enterprise, CVN-65. Okay, watch this. <laughs> when I found out y'all two knew each other, I was at... Uh, I was on Old National getting a tattoo. Uh-huh. And he walked in. And I was like, okay. the fuck are you doing here? That you makes sense, because I got a tattoo on Old Net. Yeah, infamous tattoo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was with you. I don't know if he was with me, but I definitely got a tattoo. He was with you that day because that's when I figured out that you're a small world, but I didn't even speak to you. I ain't say nothing to you. I just knew him and I spoke to him like, oh shit. Okay. I didn't know he was even from Atlanta. What you doing in Atlanta? That's such a small world because we still, we in the same, me and you are in the same social circle, but me and you was in the Navy together at the same time. So that's the six degree of separation that is out there. Where did you join at? I joined Onet. Oh, who was your recruiter? I don't remember. Did he try you? Nah, but so I got a story about that. So that's what we finna talk about because I joined as an air traffic controller. I went, you know, because I had offers to colleges. I had a pretty good GPA in high school. And at the same time, I I had a, you know, a sob story that we ain't going to get into. And so recruiters was like, yo, you can get a good job, blah, blah, blah. The Marines was heavy on me. But this Navy recruiter, you know, y'all got the best uniforms. So he came up to me in all whites, looking dapper. And he was like, yo, like, it's some great jobs or whatever. You need to just try it out. Took the ASVAB, got a good score. And the person was like, IT or air traffic control? It's like, what yeah. the fuck is the air traffic controller? I thought it was the people out there, you know, doing the whole song and dance outside the airplane. 
and they explained it to me. I was like, yeah, cool. But because my situation was less than desirable, I wanted to leave early. So I don't know if you as a recruiter know to be an air traffic controller, you got to wait like two years to go to the Navy at the time in in 03. So my date was 04, like the summer of 04, and I graduated summer of 03. But I needed something in. Like right now, I need health insurance. I need money. I'm homeless, essentially. So they was like, well, you can go now. Because they felt like they was going to lose me. Because they probably would have. I'm not going to lie. They would have lost me. Uh, I was undesignated. I was under. Come on, talk to me. Talk to the people out there that's trying to join the Navy. Explain that process. Well, I'm gonna be. Uh, well, the process is so different now from what it was in '03. Like night and day. Like, okay. Put like this: any job you go, if you a college, if you a high school grad, you're leaving within thirty days at the most. Really? You are, you up out of here? Like, did you not gonna wait no? Too Even with much. the good jobs. Yes, unless you're a nuclear engineer or a Navy SEAL. Them the only jobs okay. where you might wait about two, three months or maybe more. But any other job, ACF, IT, any other job, you leaving within 30 days. You up out of here. Really? You know what I'm saying? Unless you like it. But if you're in high school, you got to wait until you graduate. And right now, if you're in high school, you definitely leaving in July. You leaving really? in July the latest. You know what I'm saying? And this so, ain't no recruiter rap. You spitting real shit right now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is honest. You know what I'm saying? Now, okay. there are certain scenarios, but it's touch and go. Like, this person might have something going to where they might need a few more months. But okay. normally, like, if you graduate high school, you leave within 30 days. If you head high school, you leave it in July. Boom. Okay. That's it. Mm-hmm. And everybody getting a bonus. Everybody. Yeah, I know like, air traffic controllers are getting a bonus in the Navy because air traffic... Actually, by the time this airs tomorrow, there are going to be two more days with the um, FAA hiring phrase, mm. phase, sorry, with um, air traffic controllers. So entry level, no experience air traffic controllers. Um, as long as you got a couple years job experience, you can apply with the FAA. So that means the Navy is paying thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 bonuses for that job if you well, qualify. Like what, what was the ASVAL requirement when you joined? We just said that was 20 years ago. Yeah. What was it, like 35? <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. When we joined, when I joined... What's the average? You had, now, you had to score at least a 35. I remember I scored a 46. Okay. Guess how much the, the, the minimum score is now? What? A 10. Oh, when the I bar scored, is low. You score a 10, it'll get you $10,000. Wow. So that's the minimum to join the Navy. The minimum to join right now is a 10, and everybody gets a minimum of a $10,000. Hellcat. Down payment on the Hellcat. Boom. <laughs> Boom. That's it. You know? And, and the killer part is, it's a great, good, and bad thing for the Navy. And I say great because it puts people that, you know, probably never seen ten thousand dollars. They hope them never seen ten thousand dollars before. Mm-hmm. Put them in a different scenario to where they in a better situation. You feel what I'm saying? Okay. It's a good thing because recruiters aren't really stressing as much because recruiters are stressed with job. 
Yeah. They're not stripping as much because they can put that 14 as vibe or that 12 as vibe in the Navy when they couldn't do that a year ago. Right, right, right. Because it was 35. Like what yeah, about GED exactly. requirements? Same thing. So, Same, as long as you got a GED and you can score a 10, you in the Navy. $10,000. Hell, okay. Just like that. But I say it's a bad thing because when you score that low on the ASVAB, study studies show now I'm not gonna I ain't gonna make it factual, but studies show it's kind of hard for you to actually learn shit. Yeah. When you score that low. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because we did a study on that shit. And really, if you score under a 35, you technically it takes you longer to learn stuff. And you know, in the military, you gotta kind of pick up shit fast when you on that flight deck or you in that pit. Or yeah. you, you know, doing some IT shit. You gotta pick up shit fast. Yeah. Stay Recording stopped. Oh. Oh my God. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, like I was saying, like I said, when you score that low, it's it, it hard. It's hard for you to pick up things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Pick up things fast. But I think at the end of the day, I think you know it, it's going to help out everything, and we just gonna see how it play out. Yeah. So what else you want to know? I got a lot of recruiter questions, but we're going to move on. Where did you go? Where did you travel in the Navy? Because you was on the Enterprise. Well, I traveled. I mean, I ain't going to lie to you. A lot of places I traveled to, I forgot. Because it was so many. And all you do when you get to these places is go and get drunk. Yeah. Go to whole houses. <laughs> you know, you know what? So you a passport, bro. I mean, at that point in time, but I didn't have a passport. I just had a government ID. Yeah, but you was essentially a passport, bro. Yeah, in I a mean, sense. Yes and no, because passport bros normally, like, bring them back or they stay over there. Yeah. I didn't do all that. Right, I just right, right. left my money on the counter and kept it going. You oh, my God. <laughs> but, that was it. And I always, I always put my money on the counter before I started. Just to make sure we on the same page. <laughs> right. Just to make it yeah. clear you're not coming back with me. Yeah. And I would always leave a tip. But see, the <laughs> thing is with me, like, I, I was a good, I was a good trick. Because I was a trick that would, like, have pillow talk with you. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Like, a lot of these Navy How you doing? Here, when they have prostitutes, they talk to them mean and, you know, <laughs> treat them like they ain't shit. Nah, we gonna do what we gonna do. Then I'm, I'm gonna ask you. Uh, how many kids you got? Aww. You know, why are you doing this? Do you like doing this? <laughs> Not why are you doing this? So, and the killer part, what that did was that made me the trick that they wanted to fuck with. So yeah. if I come back to that whole house the next day, guess who they They was with? waiting on you. Man, what you talking about? <laughs> I, I, remember, I remember I had this chief want to fight me because his the chick he wanted to fuck with ran to me. When yeah, he, she was sitting with him, and she ran at me when I walked in, and he was like, "What the fuck?" And that nigga really wanted to fight me behind this chick. I said, "Dog, she's a see." Prostitute. I've Man. never heard this angle. I've only heard the angle of uh, bringing them back, marrying them. Nah, nah, yeah, nah. I never would do that because you got you got to think about it. You know, being from George, you got to think about your mama now and your brother. <laughs> You know, like, grandma be like, where you been, man? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we're not doing that. Where you brought her from? Wait a minute. Okay, so name some of the places because this is a travel podcast and we like to well, travel. My, my, my favorite place, no doubt, was Thailand. You mm. know, 
Thailand was my favorite. Um, Philippines was pretty good. Um, when I was in Thailand, I got a soapy, which if you don't know what a soapy is, you need to find out what a soapy is. I need to. Now I'm going to Google it. And that was everything. And I remember I was coming back to the ship and I had some of the females that worked for me. They went and got soapies. All y'all females females go both ways. So. Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) Where's the lie? Hold on. I haven't even finished Googling it yet. Wait a minute. (laughs) Where's the lie? Ain't no lie. Because I'm telling you, I had females in my department when it got a soapy, and they was like, oh my gosh, MM1. And to my MM1 is like, MM1, I went and got a soapy, blah, 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 blah. Wow, that's soap. E. Yep, soap is like soap with a wow at the end. Some shit like that. Basically, long story short, the prostitute. No, nope, that ain't it. Hold on. She washes her body with your body. She washes your body with her body. And uh, you be in this bubble bath. Yeah, cause this this ain't on Google. It probably you probably just spelled it wrong. Hold on, let me look in the Urban Dictionary. Hold on. (laughs) But yeah, it's definitely uh no. But well, I just told you it's a soapy. If you go if you go to Thailand and ask where the soapy's at, they will point you ten direction. Trust and believe that. And then the way that the places be set up, they're set up like movie theaters Mm -hmm. when you pick when you pick the chick. I thought I was in a movie, like real talk. The chicks came out and you just pick from the highest to the lowest. And I went to the lowest because, you know, I ain't got a lot of status. So they take a bath with you. Yeah. And they wash your body with their body. Ooh, wait a minute. And then, <laughs> yeah. And then as soon as you finish, you know, you get off. It's only women available for this. I mean, yeah, from what I know. But yeah, but the, but y'all girls, every girl went through a phase where she kissed a girl. Yeah. So a lot of chicks that worked for me, they was going through that phase and mm-hmm. they did the same shit. You know, so. I mean, yeah, it sounds know, therapeutic, honestly, even if no sex is involved. Yeah, but when you get somebody rubbing on you, somebody gonna do something. <laughs> 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 I had to travel in the Navy, I promise you. I, I was a lame. Apparently, because I have not experienced this. I'm be honest. A no, soapy. Didn't go to the right spot. That's all that was. I ain't go to. I didn't. I did you not. Probably would have, you probably was in that phase where you was cool with kissing it, especially on the ship. You, <laughs> you might have been in that phase. You feel me? If you might have been just had the right drink at the right time, and then boom, boom, boom. Uh oh. <laughs> you know what I said? So yeah. Nah. I didn't. I was lame. Uh, don't say that. No, nah, I was like, I mean, no, nah, I'm gonna be honest. I was fun at home. Ship was work, and then when it was time to get off the ship, it was fun. It was drunk, fun. Go back, go to sleep. That's it. That get real. a hotel room, go to sleep. That real. But uh, it wasn't my thought process. But I know a lot of people who thought process. As soon as I stepped foot off this ship, I'm getting my dicks up. Like <laughs> that wasn't my thought process though. Yeah, I mean, because as a female, you know, I ain't gonna lie, when we used to hit ports, y'all females turn into a whole new people because, you know, the wigs come out. The, yes. The, all the dresses. Yes, the I used to have them braids on fleet as soon as I, I mean, still like, fit. 
you would not know this person. <laughs> so, not a section turnover. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, we done brought up a whole nother conversation. I got you. We, <laughs> in the Navy, we have secret terms, right? Boat booze, you know, and your boat boo turns into a whole nother level of woman that you probably would not talk to at home. But when you on that boat, that's your boo. No wig, no makeup. And she probably like a four, four and a half. <laughs> see, that's, that, see, that's the difference of opinion. Because this is the catch, right? Uh-huh. Men don't have sex with anything. Mm. Men don't have sex with anything. And when you in those dire straits, like... <laughs> Not porn, dire. Porn, porn, porn gets old. <laughs> You only watched porn for so long. Not dire. And and you like, hey, you know, because I, I don't know. I didn't know a female on the ship married or not. Married or not. That mm-hmm. wasn't fucking somebody. I, I on, on everything, I was not. But I do. I own everything, I was not. I'm a you, unicorn. You was one of the few. I'm a unicorn. But I do know women that I hung out with that I also thought that. And then after the deployment, I was like, wait, you was fucking him the whole time? And she was like, yeah, I was fucking him and him. And I'm like, yeah. whoa. She got, a whole, she got a whole fan room diary. Yes. But yeah. then I also have a, but you know how air traffic controllers were though. Like I got homegirls that was in relationships the whole six months with one guy. Um, yeah. And then I got friends that was just married and they would just, when we hit that port, they would FaceTime their family, their kids, and then we getting drunk and we going back. And that's who I hung out with. I'm gonna be honest. That's who I hung out with. Well, I mean, I, I ain't gonna lie, it was a few good ones, but it was more it was more secrets kept than people thought. Yeah, no, I admit that. So I yeah. mean, and, and I look at it like, you know, because I knew dudes that was fighting over chicks mm-hmm. that was trash. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but then I look at it, I look at it like Every every woman is special, and when you in that mm-hmm. situation where y'all just fucking and y'all on the ship, y'all get to have a lot of conversation after you fuck. Because after you fuck, where you gonna go? It's a lot of conversation, and that's where the drama comes back when you pull back in the Norfolk or San Diego, wherever you station it. Because we didn't did all of this, and I'm a deep thinker, I'm analytical, so I thought this through. Because I'm not finna fall in love with you for these six months, and then you go back to your wife. On July 3rd, when we pull in for the Independence Day celebration and shit. Nah, we're going to be fighting on Independence Day because you done told me secrets from your family from 12 years ago. You done told me how you like this, your favorite meal. Nah, no, no, no. Well, this is the catch, right? You got to understand, men are, are attracted to what we see. Women are attracted to what y'all hear. Men are attracted to physical, and women we fall in love with the potential. Yeah, I was just talking to some. That's why niggas lie and women wear makeup. Oh, say that again. <laughs> say that again. That was That's real. Why niggas lie and women wear makeup. I'm fit. I'm trying to tell you the truth. That's it, right there. I I believe it. At 38, I believe it. You couldn't have told so, me that at 22. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you live and you learn. The best yeah. teacher in life is experience. Yeah. So, you know, you live and you learn. And I, I just think the more you live, the more you learn. And 
I mean, shit, I'm damn near for I'll be 40 this year. And I done learned a lot. And, you know, being married, having kids, yeah. that shit is a lot. Especially, like, when it's time to wash clothes. <laughs> I had, had to fold today. I was folding for two hours. Yeah. I don't miss that. that. that My son folds like, his own shit now. Yeah, that should be crazy. If he do that, I don't even know. I don't even check no more. Just get your shit out of the dryer. I don't even care what you do with it. Shit, but what else you want to know, though? Man, you talked a lot about... We we definitely uh, went in detail. The Navy was fun. I'm not going to lie. I've had some uh, bad memories. And uh, I sent you the memory... uh, The TikTok about how I joined and became a janitor. Uh, do Do you tell them about... The E1 through E3 slash E4, because slick E4s be cleaning up, too. That's a... Well, really, shit, E6s be cleaning up, to be real yeah. with you. I think, um, I tell everybody, your first enlistment going to be your worst. Your first four years going to suck. Mm-hmm. Eat that shit. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. But after your first four years, if you stay in and you rank up, you go to the schoolhouse or you go to uh, push booths or you go you to chilling. or you go somewhere else. It ain't going to be as bad. And then you make first class, you possibly make chief. I mean, and then on top of that, people not staying in the Navy like that. Yeah. So more people are making chief faster. Yeah. Like, you'll make chief under 10 now. Easy. Yeah. Because niggas ain't staying in the Navy no more. And they need somebody to fill them spots. So yeah. they're going to rank up everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm not going to lie. Even the picture I just posted in my story, I was like, you know what? I was chilling. Even though I had a rough first few years, it was pretty rough, but I was making money. I was making what? $40,000. No student loans at 23. So, Uh, you know, you got to weigh your pros and your cons. And I still party. I still had the best of both worlds. And I feel like when you go to college, no shade. What you mean? Like you had, you like we still party. I still had the the college party, and oh, okay. I was still taking college courses because, uh, what is it? TA tuition, yeah, tuition assistance. Yeah. So I was still taking college courses, mind you. We were sharing the answers. We were sharing college. You know, we was. Yeah. You Everybody take your true. classes with other people that you work with. That's Everybody my cheat, but yeah. except black men. Black men don't cheat. <laughs> yeah, if you take your classes with people that you work with, you win there. But uh, yeah, I was getting college courses, I was partying, and I was still making a salary. So that is the upside to the Navy. I will say that. Mm-hmm. Would you tell your kids to join the Navy? Fuck yeah. Really? Fuck yeah. Your and son. I, I would tell them to join. Cause June ain't joining nobody Navy. Because for one, um, I would tell him to join because it gives you that experience of being away from home. Mm. It gives you that experience of networking. Okay. Of meeting people, you know, you wouldn't meet before and you making your own money, yeah. building your own credit score. You can yeah. possibly your first four years buy a house. Yeah. Saying you can't do all that shit going straight to college, so yeah. I, I wouldn't make them join. But I say, hey, check this out. Uh, you can go to college, but you going to college to do what? Go get a job. Yeah. And 
I'm not knocking you, but I think you'd be quick with a job with Navy. So if you want to join the Navy, I got the plug. But if you don't, yeah, hey, I'm going to help you out. But I'm going to like, how, how soon you want to buy a house? Right. Shout out to my bro, Terry. He bought, he bought a house in his first, maybe right after his first enlistment. Anyway, we joined yeah. him. We was like, nigga, you bought a house? You a homeowner? What the fuck? And he bought a little townhouse in Virginia Beach. But hindsight, I'm like, this nigga bought a house at 25 years old. I don't know nobody else that bought a house at 25. And in the back of my mind, I always had that. Like, yo, I need to be like Terry. I need to buy a house. And I was, from that moment, my whole thought process was VA loan, VA loan, VA loan, buy a house. All right. But yeah, yeah, that but yeah, like I say, that I, I would definitely like because buy because like I know when I bought my first home, my real estate agent, she mm-hmm. said she bought her, her first house when she was 18. Yeah. Like, yeah. Damn. Because you know, was, uh oh, we ran out of time. I know at 18. I was thinking about getting some rims and how many chicks I'm gonna fuck. Yeah, nah, for real. Because the VA loan is available as soon as you join, right? The yeah. day you start boot camp. So we running out of time. Let's go into the next topic. Uh, I sent it to you. It. I sent it to you. What's your thoughts on yeah. that? Because I got a strong opinion. I'm going to tell you this. We live in a society where people cannot have an opinion. Mm. That was that girl's opinion. She don't want to date a dude that drive buses. Who gives a fuck? Like me. <laughs> I would never date a chick that got two baby daddies. That's your opinion. That's two niggas, but I got to know that you possibly got feelings. Also, society is way more willing to accept your opinion than a woman's opinion. And I'm going to be honest. People been asking me the question for me and the people like me, the women like me is, would you date a nigga that work at McDonald's? They've been asking me that since I was like an E4. Like, as soon as I had some shit on my arm, they was like, oh, would you date a dude that work at McDonald's? And I used to be confused. Like, why are you asking me that? I don't hear that at the Mexican table, and I don't hear that at the white people table. But you asking, and they've asked me that consistently. Would you? The thing is, am I at McDonald's? I work out, I got a flat stomach, am I at McDonald's? Probably not. Uh, is he at, is he in the spaces that I'm in? Is he at a personal training gym? No, he's at Planet Fitness. Hey, you don't know that. <laughs> he might be the manager of that motherfucker. Well, he might, own, hey, he might own that motherfucker. I, and I probably would. If that's the case, I probably would. And that's what the young lady was saying. If he owns the bus, I would date him. Well, I, I don't see no, nothing wrong with what she said. I think. People just want some shit to talk about, and it gave people some shit to talk about, so people talk. Yeah, not they, nah, they they ran off with that shit. And I, and I didn't get it because that's because I heard because when you told me the bus driver shit, I wouldn't even think. But I heard that shit like a few days ago. I didn't think twice about it. I just said, man, it's some shit for motherfuckers to talk about. But but do you think, think that we're programmed as black people to like get the lesser jobs? Do you think that's what a part of the issue? What program is black people to think like that? Because why is that even a question that we ask each other? Yeah, like, 
we we program to think like that. They want us to think like that. Like the shit is crazy, you know. But I mean, I love this shit. Because I feel like you're a successful black man and I feel like nobody's going to walk up to you and say, would you date a chick that work at McDonald's? Have you ever been asked that? I'd be like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. You know, we go, we go leave there and go get some, some fries or so. You feel what I'm saying? But. Uh, I mean, data. I and you, mean, as a man, you wouldn't be under scrutiny for even saying that, though. But as a woman, it's like, oh my God, what's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah, but you know, life is a double standard. You know, women get women can do shit men can't do. Like you, you can go to the gas station right now and get some free gas. I you can't. can't do I cannot. I've tried. Yeah. That's a lie. The homeless man would tell me how pretty I am and he will propose to me and he'll probably marry me. Absolutely. But I want, I'm not getting no free gas. Let it be cold outside. Get some free gas. (laughs) I've got, nope. Nope. (laughs) I ain't got no free gas. I ain't got, that's what y'all think. No, men are intimidated. Men are extremely intimidated. When they see a bitch roll up, with her shit together and she look good. Oh, I ain't, I ain't approaching her. You know why? Most men are intimidated by that because they know y'all gonna talk back. Mm. And that's what men do not want. Like, at all. So that is what I got from that conversation. Men want more of a submissive woman. Because the bottom line is the reason why people are asking us that is because for a successful black woman, our options are limited. So for the successful black men, most successful black men immediately go get another race. And then it's the agree with that. Because watch this. A successful black woman, her her um her scope of men aren't limited. It's just that that successful woman is not used to being submissive. Because being submissive, mm. may, not being submissive is the reason why she's That's successful. a great argument. That Ooh, we're going to have to restart this another day. Because I do believe successful black women are submissive. I believe that that's where the men get intimidated. I so believe women this. by nature are submissive. Watch this. Grandmama and great-grandmama ain't have no job. Okay. They didn't make more money than the dude. Okay. Why? Because they stayed at home. They shut the fuck up. And they <laughs> when 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 granddaddy great granddaddy came home, mm-hmm. the food was on the table and right. the pussy was wet. That's why grandma okay. and granddaddy had fourteen kids. You know what I'm saying? And it went a lot of conversation going on. Right. You know what I'm saying? Boom, boom, boom. That's it. You feel what I'm saying? But now women got. You know, women make it just I'm tired. And let's order out. Can you take me out to eat? I could see that. It takes a little bit of communication, but I still think that those women are still submissive. You just got to tap into it. Well, you got, but it's hard for you to be submissive. You ain't seen it. Mm. People might think this is submissive. Nah, that ain't being submissive. You know what I'm saying? Or that's been submissive. Nah, that ain't being submissive. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's definition of it is is different. So that's why when you get with that dude, you got to communicate and see what's his definition of that. Because Immediately. Somebody else. 
Yeah, he immediately yeah, communicated. Dad. That but made sense. That made sense. Cause I I do know I know a lot of boss bitches that submissive behind the scenes. That's bringing their man to play. What you need? Hey, that was a whole topic at work one day because they were saying some shit like they was at work and we was we had like a buffet and shit. And I was like, bro, I don't even know what I'm gonna do because I don't never make my own plate. Mm. And they was like, what you mean? Like my wife make all my plate, bro. I don't know how to do this shit. And they started laughing. And the girl was like, what you mean you'll make your plate? I don't make my plate. Because you know what I do? I pay mortgage. That's mm. what I do. You feel what I'm saying? It's, if you you, you want to pay mortgage, hey, I'll I, I make your plate too. <laughs> you know right. Right, right, right. Yeah. So that's what it is, man. But And then all the females like, oh, you don't make your plate. You just... Talk, I was like, yeah, I, I don't make my play. You know, y'all can do what you want, but I don't do yeah. this. Y'all man, y'all let y'all have y'all man make y'all play if you want. He gonna find somebody that's gonna make it, right. and he gonna leave your ass. Nah, it's but. it's a it's a lot of boss bitches that that know how to do both, and they still they're in the competition. That's a whole another conversation, and so that's why that question is constantly asked to us: like, will we date a dude at McDonald's? Like, we're not in the same. Like, can you go pull Beyonce? Are you in the same room as hers? Like, you probably could pull Beyonce if you was in the same room as her. You know, you know, you, you, did you ever hear my Beyonce story? <laughs> no. <laughs> Me and Beyonce used to be pen pals. Really? Oh, no cap. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to hear the story? Wait, we got, we're going to have to restart a whole nother Zoom. Okay. Let me end this one. All right. And then I'm going to start a new one. All right, cool. Okay. Audio. So it saved the audio twice over, but tell me the Beyonce story. All right, so you know I, I swim, like, for real, right? So I started swimming when I was, like, 11. Mm-hmm. So in 19, 1998, I had a swim meet in, in, in Houston. And it was a big swim meet. It was, like, a junior Olympics. They had swimming, bowling, track, whatever. Mm-hmm. Bunch of swimming, and I was there representing Atlanta because it was at Atlanta, Houston, Chicago, right? All these different cities. A lot of big cities. Boom! So I'm there for Atlanta. So for the um the what is the opening ceremonies? Be the Destiny Child did the freaking um they did the uh, national anthem. Yeah, they did national anthem at at, at the opening ceremony, right? Mm-hmm. Boom! So. At the swimming event, of course, it's like four black people there. Boom. I'm one of the four. Beyonce walk in the swim meet. Right, right when I'm finna do an event. Boom, I do my event. I actually won my heat. And so I get out of the water. I ain't got on nothing but, you know, water at my speedo. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so happened, she's sitting right by my towel. Uh-huh. So, Got my towel drying off, and you know I'm like slick flexing, like I don't know mm-hmm. who she is. Yeah, and she was like, you know, black folks swim, and I was like, yeah, you know, I do a little something, blase, blah. I'm trying to stay humble, but I'm in the, in my mind, I'm like, oh, and this thick Beyonce too. Now, mind you, this was like Beyonce, like before they like blew up, but I still knew who she was when they had to introduce her as pronounced as Beyonce because nobody knew how to say her name. It was in 98. Right. Niggas ain't have cell phones. So 
Me and her, come, we talked that day, blah, blah, blah. We exchanged addresses. So we used to write letters to each other. Mm-hmm. Big time. Boom. So watch this. This is where the facts come in at. Okay. My last letter to her, I said, hey, I think I'm going to join the Army or the Navy or some shit. <laughs> okay. It was in 2002. Okay. So the last letter to her, she never wrote back because I left go to Navy. 2004, mm-hmm. she comes out with a song called what? Soldier. I need in a soldier. Song, in the song, she says verbatim. If he not street, if he not street, you not motherfucking street. lying. That song is dedicated to me. Okay, so hold on, just in case this does not come out on video, and we only have the audio, I need you to tell the world what your name is. Come on. <laughs> hey, man. My name is Daniel Trippy. Follow me on Instagram, regular <laughs> underscore old. Underscore Daniel. Bang. Just like that. <laughs> Wait. Why didn't I know that story? <laughs> why am I just not finding out this story? <laughs> Street. Street. Episodes on my little... Oh, just talking shit. Yeah. I said it. Yeah, man. That shit real talk. Yeah, man. That song is dedicated to me, man. Really? Yeah, man, it's so Cause I, I, w- I was finna challenge you this whole time until I really thought of the lyrics, and I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, think about it. On that song, who was on that song? Ti, Tip and Wayne. See how Ti on that song? Contrast Tip and Wayne. Ti, that was her first song with niggas from the south. I'm yeah. Telling you, hey, listen to me, man. Hey, <laughs> about- she said my name in the chorus like four times. You feel what I'm saying? Now, it's, it's decoded, but... <laughs> I ain't gonna tell you no lie. You I'm, a sc- I'm a conspiracy theory. theory, so I'm like, you know what? At the same time, I'm like, but then I'm like, I don't know. She could be talking about you. Hey, man, listen. Cause why did she say that? She might, she might not. What? I need to know what the letter say. I know it's a secret, so we'll talk about that offline. I need oh, to know yeah, what the letter yeah. say. Hey, I'll let you do letters next time I come home. Easy day. Because, yeah, I'm, I'm very intuitive, so I know if she was actually saying that. Because mm. she ain't man. said that in no more song, Street. Yeah, I mean, she would have been there. What you think? Yeah, nah. If I would have been there, I don't know nobody. I don't even know you. Yeah, Look. Exactly. But at that moment, you know, life is about moments. Yeah. And I, I had my moment, so I'm good. Yeah. I ain't beat or nothing like that. I ain't smashed, but hey, I, I, I probably could have. Nah, you know, because like what we just talked about, for women, it's more of an emotional connection. So I could see that. At times. Yeah. Because women, really, y'all be more hornier than us. Yeah, nah, we do. So... <laughs> But it's still quiet as kill. It's still more an emotional thing, though. It's more of a, uh, we would rather be with the dude that we're more emotional with in those horny moments. But if we don't have a guy that we're emotional with, then some women do throw those horny moments out there, you know, like. But this is the catch to that, though. 
with women, you know what I'm saying? That's why when women cheat, it's over. Yeah, because it's emotional. And I do view Beyonce more as a, you know, and this could be because I'm a fan, and this could be just how she's portrayed herself to us, but it's more of a, you know, one man, woman, right? So that pen pal situation was actually, you know, I got to see the letters before I really give my 100% vote to you. Well, you know one thing about life? Life is all about confidence. And my confidence is so strong to where I made you believe that shit. Yeah. <laughs> no! <laughs> I was 80%. I was 80%. I told that shit to somebody on the ship. And I just said it, just drinking on the ship, drunk out my mind, made the shit up. Because you heard the lyrics. Some of the story is true. Like the first part of the story, like I was in the, at the swim meet. They did come to the national anthem. She didn't come to the swim meet part. Oh she my god! Go the- <laughs> yeah. So I told that shit to somebody on the ship, <laughs> not thinking twice about it. I get to the mess decks, and it's a whole conversation about it. Gossip. And I'm going on it's like, hey, yeah no nah, no nah, i'm a victim of that ship gossip let me tell you something that shit pissed me off you make it to that mess decks and they done got a whole nother story lined up like what the fuck hey that's how it went down so that's why when i knew when i saw that i said oh yeah this story funny as <laughs> look i'm like let me read the letters let me see i was i was, you had me by 80 percent when you first said it, you had me at about 25 then you had me at 80 I, I was ready to read some letters because i know what her her handwriting looked like so that real shit man but yeah like i said with women y'all y'all accept that's cheating in a heartbeat you feel what i'm saying men well, won't say a heartbeat. men will I will say men will, but men be ready. I mean, it's the end of their world. I mean, if my if my mom woman would have cheat, if my wife would have cheated on me, it would take a lot. I ain't gonna lie. I, because if I'm thinking she cheated, she might suck this nigga dick. <laughs> Y'all I'm be like, thinking of the most stupidest shit. But <laughs> Y'all be like, but did you suck his dick? Ain't that a part of sex, nigga? Exactly. <laughs> you in the mouth, and man, hell no. Nah. But and so that go back. Let's go back to the bus driver conversation. And you said most women that are successful aren't submissive. Those same women are being submissive when they take their man back when they cheat. Ooh. Ooh. Those same women are submissive when they take their man back when they cheat. Because, listen, we understand how hard it is to find that same man. And, I, listen, I'm going to be honest because I done had a few drinks. I don't like a lot of miles over here. It's the least amount of miles, the least amount of bodies. So, I'm going to take back, give me a good apology and a good this, that, and the third. And most submissive women are like that. Because they don't want to meet another dude. They don't want to go out there and do that same shit. So, are successful women not submissive? I don't, I think y'all not, you're not looking at the totality of it. And you said some real shit because, and you think about it, if you break up with this dude for cheating on you, guess what's going to happen? 
Then Ness is gonna cheat on you too. Then <laughs> and he gonna be broker. Hey, <laughs> and you're not gonna have a kid with him. You're not gonna have a yes. Him. You're not gonna have all this shit y'all to put together. It's such a double standard. Yeah, it's man, such a double yeah. standard. That is, I never thought about that though. See, women, yeah, because you gotta be submissive as fuck. Because grandmama, new granddaddy had a whole family, a whole family, a whole family, two doors. Side chick might have a kid down there, and she ain't said shit. She know about everything. She ain't said nothing. Exactly, and I think that's built in all women. It's just that you're right. The woman might. She might speak up a little bit. I might not want Italian food this night, but the girl that's not paying the mortgage or putting in on the vacation, she not going to say nothing. She going to deal with you wanting Italian food. And so y'all looking at the surface of it, but it's deeper than that. So you get you a successful woman that, you know, she might talk back a little bit, but she's still going to do the same shit. Going to bring the plate. And the one that made the money, she always looking at the big picture. Mm-hmm. She always in a big picture. Like, do you do you watch T.K. Kirkland? Mm-mm, what's that? It's a comedian called T.K. I think it's like T.K. Kirkland or something. This nigga said one of the realest things I've heard. This nigga say, I'm paying all... He said, I'm not paying all the bills and not cheating. It's one or the other. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? If I pay all the bills... That gave me goosebumps. Out. That's so sad yeah, that women yeah, have to yeah. deal with that. He said... I'm not paying all the bills and being faithful at the same time. That's impossible. I can't do that. And at this big age, I realized that that's not going to happen. You got to pick one. And even if you do pick one, if you do say, you know what, I'm going to go get a dude that makes the least amount of money. He's still a man. And when you at work, it's still going to be somebody that's at the grocery store. It's going to be somebody at the daycare. It's going to be somebody that's younger, that's prettier, that's, you know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, you got to get to the point of where you meet that guy that's past that phase of a big booty fucks him up. Oh, y'all don't get past that. At least not the men that I'm attracted to. Well... A nigga's never gonna be all the way past it. Nigga always look. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. But he ain't gotta go and say nothing to her or jump or find her on Instagram or no shit like that. Yeah. It's not that important. You feel what I'm saying? But some yeah. dudes feel like it's that and like I gotta see this. I gotta see what y'all are talking about. Yeah. I got you know. Sometimes it's like, bro, like we passed that. Yeah. But some dudes, some dudes ain't. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. If you were to do that ain't past that, you're going to put up with some shit. I don't know if y'all ever ever get fully past that. But nothing. I, I guess it's, a, it's that's another conversation for another day. We do, but not that long. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it's the, one, it's the ones that's here. Atlanta different. Atlanta, that's why I the big cities are. Miami, Atlanta, L.A., Hey, yeah. I can Houston, Houston like that yeah. too. That yeah. why I cannot move back to Atlanta like for nothing. Yeah. Never. I come there for leave, I be there about a week. Yeah. Don't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. But see what else you want to know? Hey man, we're gonna we're gonna have to wrap this up because I'm about finished with my Espalon, so I'm gonna start slurring. 
a little bit more in a minute. Ain't that too, but but this shit. this was very good conversation, and we're gonna do this again. Well, I'm gonna definitely um I'm gonna be home the um second week of June, second or third week of June. I'll be there for like three, Ooh, four days. Man. Tell me exactly when, cause I I do think I have a trip planned. But tell me exactly when, and I'm gonna man, try to make it work. June twelfth through the 16th. Okay, I should be here for that. Yeah, I'll be here the twelfth through the sixteenth. Um. And I'm just going to, like I say, I'm going to be there. I'm going to have my kids. My kids go to sleep at 9 o'clock, and then I'm outside. You know, I, I don't party in the summer in Atlanta. I save my money for oh, travel. I won't be partying. Trust me. I will not be partying because Bachi has his shit on Sunday. I won't I won't be there on Sunday. Okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so, so if it's something at the house, you can pull up. We can record at the house or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. like I say, just, I, I hit you between 9 and then. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for doing this. All right, easy day. All right, bye.